Hello, podcast listeners. This is your host, Lindsay Beaton, and I'm jumping in to ask a quick favor. I've launched an audience survey for Trending Pet Food, and I would absolutely love to hear your thoughts on the podcast now that we're nearly 50 episodes in. You can find the survey at www.petfoodindustry.com forward slash podcast dash survey. And there's also a QR code floating around on the podcast Instagram at Trending Pet Food Podcast, as well as on LinkedIn. The survey will be active through the end of August. And if you could take just five minutes or so, I promise I took the survey myself to make sure to provide your insights, it would mean a lot for the future of the show. Thanks so much and enjoy the episode. We want to thank AFB International for sponsoring this podcast. AFB is the premier supplier of palatins to pet food companies worldwide, offering off-the-shelf and custom solutions that make pet food, treats, and supplements taste great. Hello and welcome to Trending Pet Food, the industry podcast where we cover all the latest hot topics and trends in pet food. I'm your host and editor of Pet Food Industry Magazine, Lindsay Beaton, and I'm here today with Scott Krebs, president of Wenger Group. Hi, Scott, and welcome. Hi, Lindsay. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It's been great to have this opportunity with Watt Global Media, knowing that team since its inception back in the Pet Food Forum days. I believe I've attended every one of them and call Greg Watt and Steve Aikens friends and glad to have you as a friend as well, Lindsay. Scott Krebs brings 30-plus years of extrusion processing equipment experience to his current position. He first joined Extrutech as a project engineer in 1991 after completing a Bachelor of Science degree in mechanical engineering from Kansas State University. Thanks to his diverse skills, Scott made the transition to the sales staff in 1994 as Director of European Sales. Six years later, in 2000, he returned to the engineering staff as Director of Engineering prior to assuming the position of Executive VP and COO of Extrutech in 2003. Scott began his new role as president of Wenger Group in June 2023 and will drive strategic objectives and lead the Wenger team in the U.S., Denmark, Brazil, and all other countries. In 2022, Wenger Group was acquired by Merrill, a global provider of advanced food processing systems, software, and services. Wenger will operate as a standalone business division and leverage Merrill's global reach and digital solutions to grow and expand the business. Headquartered in Sabetha, Kansas, USA, Wenger Group currently produces and markets the industry's most complete lines of extrusion processing systems. Scott's extensive experience in the extrusion space is why I've brought him on today to answer this question. What has the evolution of extrusion looked like in pet food? So Scott, you have been doing this for a long time. And when I get the opportunity to speak with people who've been in the business for a while, I always like to pick their brains about what their career path has looked like. How did you end up where you're at now? And did you think this was where you were going to end up when you started your career? Yeah, I think nobody knows exactly what path they're going to take and where they're going to end up in their career. So my career path, Lindsay, started in my hometown community of Sabetha, Kansas. So Sabetha, Kansas, for those that don't know, is about a population of 2,500 people, but we are a two-for-one poll community during the workday, meaning that we swell to about 5,000 during the workday because of the industrial base that is within Sabetha, Kansas. So my father, Ron Krebs, worked at Mac Equipment, which is now Shank Process. I watched my father work tirelessly traveling the Midwest and developing key relationships with clients that eventually became more like trusted friends. My mother, Angela, worked equally hard for the state of Kansas as a driver's license examiner. Yes, I didn't have to wait in line. 
both career choices were working with the public and interacting with people. They allowed me to see how to conduct yourself with honesty and integrity. I attended K-State and received a degree in mechanical engineering. During my university studies, I came back to my Sabbatha community for the summers and was fortunate to have a family friend teach me how to weld industrial equipment. Great fallback career, but it was a 59-hour-per-week job as a college student in the summer that still wanted to go out in the evenings, but it entrenched a work ethic into my DNA. So after university, I interviewed at several locations across the USA, but again, found myself back in my hometown of Sabetha, accepting a position with a young startup company at the time, Extrutech, in 1991. As they say, the rest is history, as it was my first and only career until the recent position change as president of the Winger Group of Companies. I've been very fortunate to encounter many talented people in this industry, ranging from clients to suppliers that have become friends. That relationship experience has prepared me to take on a greater responsibility for the entire Winger Group of Companies that consists of Winger, Winger Brazil, Source Technology, and Extratech. I've been to Sabetha, and it's really interesting how it's a small town, but so many of the people who end up in Sabetha during the day are there for the industrial aspect. And it really is a hub and an important part of the pet food industry, especially on the machinery side. What is so special about Sabetha? What is it about its location that makes it so good for the pet food industry and for machinery? We're part of the pet food corridor that runs in the Midwest. So oftentimes with the ingredient supply and the constituents required for the pet food industry, about 500 mile radius from St. Joe, Missouri really constitutes a lot of manufacturing. So you have Hills Pet Nutrition in Topeka, you have the JM Smucker Group, you have Diamond Pet Foods. The list goes on and on of people in the area. And then K-State with its grain sciences and also the other universities in the area through their engineering just a gravitational pull back to Sabetha, where although extrusion wasn't invented here, certainly with the Winger family, LaVon Winger in particular, really grew out that industry. And we're very fortunate that our whole educational system from Sabetha High School on through universities prepare students to come back in the grain sciences and extrusion technology. Let's talk more about extrusion technology, because I imagine you've seen quite a bit since 1991. From your perspective, how has extrusion, particularly in the pet food space, but even just in general about what an extruder is and does and is capable of, how has that all evolved over the years? I'm, of course, very biased, but I consider that extrusion technology, again, while not invented in Sabatha, certainly has been refined here. We are honored to be part of the companion animal corridor here in the Midwest. So extrusion processing in its simplest form is a rotor and stator where we add inputs of mechanical energy, steam energy, water, and through heat and pressure, we're able to form extrudate and raw material inputs into a finished product of kibble. 
in the particular case of pet food, but also into aquatic feeds where we need to feed the world with the protein sources that are available that can't always be done out of the oceans. And then recently, uh, a lot more into the human food side where we're doing alternative proteins and choices for the human food side. Winger really pioneered the textured vegetable protein side of the business where it was done as meat extenders into protein sources to make that source go further for the world. Winger Extrusion started in the late 50s with two units sold to the Ralph Wells Company in Monmouth, Illinois. These early extruders included segmented components that imparted high-speed mixing along with mechanical shear to form the kibble. In 1965, a great step was made in the extrusion world where the Winger Technical Center was opened. This allowed Winger to perform demonstration runs prior to the client purchase of high-dollar capital equipment, vetting and verifying that the systems would do what they wanted them to do. And additionally, the Technical Center allowed Winger technicians to perform true product research and development. An added feature of the Technical Center was continued refinement of the extrusion hardware itself, adding processing features like increased preconditioning that provided softening of the raw materials that assisted with wear characteristics in the extruder barrel. And the refinement of that hardware continues to this day to meet customers' exacting needs for the products they want to produce. Another chapter in the history of extrusion was in 2011 when the Food Safety Modernization Act was brought into law. That added gravity to the extrusion processing equipment that provided a critical control point or CCP kill step in the process by reaching particular moisture, temperature, and pressure profiles that eliminated pathogens. Continuous improvement was undertaken to ensure sanitary designs are now incorporated that assist clients with their current HACCP and good manufacturing practices and needs. The entire Winger group of companies is most certainly proud of its innovative heritage. Moving forward, we continue that same mindset, but with increased emphasis on making sure innovation is aligned with the business and sustainability requirements of our clients. I expect that having a technical center was a pretty big boon when it came about just because not only the ability to show off your equipment to potential customers who can see it in action, but like you mentioned, the research and development opportunities that you all of a sudden had on site. And with the way the pet food industry has been evolving in the last 20 or so years with so many different ingredients being used now that weren't necessarily on the radar a couple decades ago and more challenges in being able to extrude pet foods with higher meat content and all these different ingredients and to be able to create a quality product. How has being able to play around with that and innovate on site given you a leg up in the space or even just given you unique insights into how things work. Now, it's been invaluable. It really was a, you used the term boon, and it certainly was, because as we did the demonstrations, you learn each and every time of those demonstrations, but you also then get, if there's leftover ingredients, you do some trials that are just true innovation. And the ingredient deck of pet food has certainly increase significantly over the years. It's easy to find at least 50 plus ingredients, if not upwards of 90 ingredients that make up a complete 
whole balanced pet food. So being able to play around with those individual constituents, if it's from miscanthus grass or it's into a number of other pieces of protein additions and value add additions into the process, certainly those days of about 50% of use days are true R&D, not just customer demonstration. So to your point, Lindsay, invaluable experience and done not on a lab type extruder that is just minuscule pounds per minute, but true production models that can do up to four to five tons per hour. So you get a very good replication of what's happening in the field versus just what's on a laptop. What are some of the most interesting things you've dealt with over the years, whether it's a new ingredient that a customer came to you guys with and went, hey, can we make this work with an extruder or a really interesting project or a way the industry changed that you didn't expect or couldn't have foreseen when you started in this industry in the 90s? What have been some of the really cool things that you've been a part of? Yeah, I think the cool things are those ingredient pieces, the additions of things that we would not have thought of in the beginning in the 90s were really feed manufacturers moved into pet food just as a value add proposition. Feed ingredients in livestock areas are such razor thin margins that pet food allowed a bit of margin that allowed some different innovation to reach into it. Most interesting in the transition is we had working animals, but now they're companion animals. Here in the Midwest where I grew up, We had our hunting dogs, we had our livestock caretakers, our herders, we had mouse catchers from the cats out on the farm, and most, if not all, animals were kept outdoors. So the transformation to where we now have companions that are absolutely members of our family, the humanization of animals is such a great joy and awe to me from the Midwest that I never saw coming. My wife, Christine, along with our three daughters, have three four-legged siblings in our family, full-blooded huskies and Australian shepherd husky mixes. So they keep us well exercised and they truly are members of our family. And the variety of products on the market that meet specific breed and health demands currently, look at the sheer amount of facings as you go to any pet retailer and look at what's on the shelf and the new product developments that will continue to evolve And the Winger group of companies are going to be right there in the midst of all that. So those are some of the great things and interesting pieces we've seen. For particular projects, I find it fascinating that in the 90s, a four extrusion facility growing out of a feed industry was very tight footprint, produced five tons per hour, so 20 tons per hour of pet food that was housed in a very wide open compressed building footprint and constructed at really $15 million. Now here in 23, a four extrusion facility produces 60 plus tons per hour volume. And the footprint is food safe into pre-kill and post-kill areas, ingredient streams into the single product can range up to 50 to 90 constituents, as I said earlier. And the overall footprint has quadrupled and the cost to build a greenfield plant have escalated to 15 plus times. The anchor equipment of the process, extrusion, conveying, drying, coating, cooling, and controls is about 8 to 10% of the overall investment. But the right extrusion partnerships critical to the success of the business. The Winger Group of Companies has the 80 plus year of success as a foundation from which to grow. 
And now with Morel, I sense our employees are really excited about what a larger globally connected enterprise can provide going forward. That is a lot of growth. And I think anybody who works in the industry has some vague idea of how the industry has grown over the years and that it has indeed grown a lot and diversified and evolved. But just hearing what the size of production used to be compared to what it is now and that it's quadrupled is wild. That's a lot of growth. And you've been around for quite a bit of it. So what have you seen in terms of challenges, because I have to believe there's been a lot of growing pains between those first facilities and what they look like now. Challenges to meet the consumer demands. Um, they are more educated than they ever have been. They compare ingredient decks. When pet food was first available, it was just an extension in your feed store. You grabbed it. It had better cook and palatability, and it was better than whatever the animals were finding themselves in foraging. So big challenges are always around improved consumer awareness and scope and scale as you continue to grow out your business. You make the first few extruders and then you realize what is there for the replacement part share. And a lot of the equipment we make, Lindsay, has got a 30 year plus life cycle. So there's a continuous predictive and preventative maintenance that goes into things. And what works for a small group of like-minded persons isn't always scalable. So that's why I'm pleased that the Winger family conducted a very thoughtful, careful, and meticulous process when it selected the next steward of the business. I've been fortunate to be around both Extrutech and Winger for that 30 plus years. And Morell's values of unity, innovation, and excellence align very closely with the long existing Winger family values. We truly have great people with tremendous personal value systems. That's back to the Sabetha community and entrenching those in all of us that work here. And the challenge will be to ensure we always keep the customer at the center of our decision process as the business continues to grow in scope and scale. Let's keep talking about Merrill for a minute because it's always big news when there is an acquisition or a merger in pet food. And a lot of times it happens on the end of production, right? It's the manufacturers that we talk about a lot. This pet food company is buying up that one. And why are they doing that? Wenger Group is obviously incredibly, incredibly well-known in the pet food industry. And so an acquisition involving you guys is going to make some waves and be of very high interest. Can you talk a little bit more about the process going into that and what considerations, you've already mentioned some of them, but a little bit deeper into the considerations when you were in talks with Merrill and what really made them the right fit for you guys to be able to continue to serve the pet food industry the way you want to? Yeah, that's a great question. And I was fortunate enough to sit through that due diligence process and believed, again, the challenges of scope and scale as a family-run business into its third and fourth generation just became an opportunity to find the best steward of that business. So going through it with Morel, it was a strategic 
buyer versus private equity. That was one of the keys in there. Morrell has purchased multiple companies, upwards of 20 plus in their existence, and they've really only divested one of those. So that was a big piece of them in the partnership. And again, their parallels of unity, innovation, and excellence just really aligned with the previous family values. I have nothing against private equity. I think in our industry, Lindsay, you've seen it from our end client standpoint. It is an attractive market. It is not recession proof, but it has been largely recession resistant. And therefore, there is an opportunity for private equity to come in, add capital, grow the business, add strategic pieces, and then be able to move that company in a five to seven year process. With Morel, we found a partner, we believe, that for the first two years, in fact, they've said, we want to continue to let you operate as you are and be able to pull best practices. We don't want to fully integrate and advocate that you should change or do any of these things. Winger has been a very successful business, and so we know what is required to interact with our clients on that experience. Morel recognizes that we can continue that function, but add force multiplication through their 8,000 plus employees and opportunities of customer centers around the world. Was the global component a big consideration for you guys in expansion? Because you're obviously incredibly well entrenched in North America because that's where you're based and you have a presence overseas and have for quite some time. But being able to partner with somebody who is international as well could give you some additional insights or additional inroads that you didn't have before. Oh, absolutely. Very astute point, Lindsay. Uh, That was a consideration. And in any given year, although it would appear most of our business in the pet food companion animal arena is in North America, we're 50% international. So we do have that diversity and having an international provider with Morel and growing out that side of the business that mitigates risk with being in one sector and one geography. So that absolutely was a consideration in selecting the right partner of growing out that international business footprint as well. We've talked about history. We've talked about the present day. So now I want to know what you're most looking forward to in your new role as president. And what do you see as the future of extrusion in the pet food industry? Yeah, I'm really excited about the opportunity going through the interview process with Morel. They were very diligent, even though I had an extensive amount of experience in the industry. They were careful to make sure that I was not entrenched in legacy ideas, but could accept scope and scale of a $2 billion plus 8,000 employee organization. I'm really excited that I've watched from afar with my board when I was at Extrutech, being LaVon Winger and Don Winger primarily, of me knowing all of the talent and skill set that exists in our greater 500 plus employee organization. My leadership philosophy is one of servant leadership and organizational health. I believe the ultimate standard for a leader is to work themselves out of a job. I don't intend to do that anytime soon, but I want to build a great team that holds themselves accountable to goals and objectives. Serving others is all of the following, in my opinion. It's true, it's noble, it's pure, it's admirable, and it's excellent. I personally find great joy in creating a team 
that's based in trust, that can have conflict around ideas, align on that, create clarity, reinforce that clarity, and supports made decisions at every level of the organization. So the future of extrusion in the pet food industry will continue to evolve as more and more at-line data collection allows increased process optimization. Everything that executives measure of quality, performance, productivity, client experience, innovation, sustainability, and flexibility is built into our extrusion platforms. Morel wants to transform the way food is processed, which is yet further alignment to the Winger Group way of thinking. Scott, this has been such a great conversation. I love talking to people who've been involved in some aspect of the pet food space for a long time because so much has changed over the years. And it's fascinating to me to hear exactly how and what things are happening now that no one even considered decades ago. Before we wrap things up for today, let's do a little plug. Where can people find more information about you and more about Wenger Group? Well, you can find me at uh, winger.com. You can certainly email me at any time with skrebs at winger.com. The Extrutech website is also a part of it. I would be remiss not to mention our partners of Winger Brazil and Source Technology in Denmark. Those are all part and sectors that make up the larger Winger group. But again, please reach out to us at winger.com to start that conversation and we'll find a solution for your extrusion processing considerations. Perfect. That is it for this episode of Trending Pet Food. You can find us on petfoodindustry.com, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast platform. You can also follow us on Instagram at Trending Pet Food Podcast. And if you want to chat or have any feedback, I'd love to hear from you feel free to drop me an email, podcast at petfoodindustry.com. And of course, thanks again to our sponsor, AFB International, the premier supplier of palatins to pet food companies worldwide, offering off-the-shelf and custom solutions that make pet food, treats, and supplements taste great. Once again, I'm Lindsay Beaton, your host and editor of Pet Food Industry Magazine, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning in.